Hi guys, you're listening to Real Life Scenarios with Nora and Tams. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to Real Life Scenarios. A podcast where we talk about everything and anything. I don't know why I said real life scenarios like that. I don't know why you say a lot of things. <laughs> wow. Oh, thanks for that. <laughs> right back at um, you, mate. Right back at you. Lovely jubbly. Well, welcome to... I just said that already. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said it already. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, this is a great start. Great fucking start. Yeah. So, anyways, let me just get straight into it. How are you? Um, I'm all right. I'm doing all right. You don't sound very convincing. <laughs> um, I feel, I don't know. For the last like couple of weeks, I've been feeling really down. Like what being a year older. I don't know. Being a year older, I'm like, oh my god. Thanks, guys. Anyway, to whoever messaged me, happy birthday. Thanks for that. Um. I probably did a thumbs up there, like, as if anyone can see me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, I always do that. I don't know why. Anyways. Um, it's because we yeah. express with our hands a lot. Especially, yeah. I talk with my hands a lot, and we like to just, you know. I think that's a foreign in us. <laughs> probably, probably, but yeah, carry on. Um, but yeah, I don't know, when you're, like, a year older, I'm just like, oh, have I done anything with my life? Um, but I'm just trying to see the positive side of things, so, yeah. I mean, other than that, I'm all right. What about you? Yeah, not bad. Um, my life, and I say this with with great passion, my life is very boring. <laughs> You've said before, yes. <laughs> Literally, like when people ask me, oh, so what's new with you? And I'm like, you know what? Nothing. Well, I woke up this morning at 5.55 in the morning. I looked at my clock Whoa. and I thought, oh my God, it's 5.55 in the afternoon. I haven't gone to work. <laughs> oh my God, that's so jokes. Yeah, then I looked at my phone. I was like, oh shit, it's AM. And I got really freaked out because I had my laptop next to me. I was like, oh my God, I haven't gone to work at all. And I've just slept through the whole day. What's wrong with me? When you said you have your laptop next to you, do you have it literally like on the bed with you? No, no, no. Oh, okay. All right. It's on my little table. <laughs> so you're sleeping with your laptop then? <laughs> it's next to my um, bed thingy, table thing. Um, oh, okay, cool. So that when I wake up in the morning, I don't actually have to get up. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, so I'll I be just the same. get it, and then I just turn it on, you know, look at my emails in the morning, blah, 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 and then I start to get ready, because in the morning, I can't just get out of bed. Like, I need some time to just, you know, pull myself together. Yeah, I get you. I'll be the same. But I think, um, I was actually just having a conversation about this earlier um, with my boyfriend, and, like, he has this like this problem where he snoozes as soon as his alarm goes off he just snoozes it and then he wakes up really late and then why doesn't he put so many alarms on he does (laughs) and he keeps snoozing him and like because he's he you know he he doesn't sit at a desk you know he's very active at his Mm -hmm. work um so he was like just telling me today where he woke up like 40 minutes before he started no an hour before he had to start to work basically so he had to get up and shower and whatnot, and then he had to go like, straight to work. Whereas if he got up when he was supposed to get up, he would have had time to kind of wake up slowly and whatever. And I was telling him, like, I used to be the same at college. I used to mm. snooze and just not go to college 
or go to like my late lessons, which started at like 12, 1 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now, like, as soon as my alarm goes off, I'm out of bed. I'm out of bed. That's because good. I feel like, yeah, I mean, you must know, it's like when we, like, when we went to Germany and stuff, mm. when alarm gets off, I'm like, right, out of bed. Yeah. Go brush yeah. my teeth, whatever. I just, I don't know, I have, I have to have that in me now because I want to be how I was before. Yeah, otherwise you just stay in bed. Yeah. Yeah. That's to be honest, lockdown has made me more lazy. I do more work, but in terms of like actually going out, I know we can't go out as much, but in terms of actually like going out for a walk or whatever, I, I'm lazy. Mm. Um, and now I get two hours of extra sleep. That is so much for me because I used to wake up literally at 6.30 and mm-hmm. now I start work at eight and I wake up literally 10 minutes before eight. And oh my I, God. Yeah. So I've saved so much time, you know, because the thing with me is it, it, at 6.30, I would put my alarm on, but I wouldn't get out until like, I don't know, quarter two. And there would be all alarms. So every five minutes, my alarm would be going off. So from 6.30 to 6.45, you had have an alarm on. Yeah. Yeah. Three times, basically. Yeah. Um, and then I would get up and start getting ready and blah, blah, blah. That's say, annoying. Yeah, I know. But I'm just, in the morning especially, I'm just so, I'm not a morning person, you know. Uh, poor people who have to fucking live with you, having to li- like listen to four alarms <laughs> in the morning every I know, single day, Monday to Friday. I, I know, but sometimes I've like slept through my alarms, so I don't even know. I might have to turn them off. You know, when you turn them off and then, mm-hmm. you, know, you know me, I'm so bad. Like sometimes yeah. I won't hear my alarms at all. Oh my God. So yeah, it saved me. It saved me a lot of time. This lockdown. <laughs> Bloody hell! Anyways. No, I think if I was working from home, I'd like get up straight away and like go get myself ready for the day. Yeah, I do that now that I'm at home. I literally, well, I don't wake up straight away. I get up, take my laptop, turn it on, do all that kind of shit, and then that's when I start my day. Really. Okay. In but bed. Yeah. <laughs> in bed. Yes, in bed. Um. Right. Shall we get on to some Instagram questions? Because we've got quite a few. Go ahead. Okay. Hi, ladies. Quick question to you both. What do you think about girls shooting their shot? And when is the right time to ask a girl to become your girlfriend? Okay, so basically, in other words, what do I think about girls basically chirpsing guys, right? Yes. Girls making the move. Chirpsing. I haven't said that word in a really long time. (laughs) Um, I'm surprised you even said that word. I know, right? I never say it. That's not like you. (laughs) I know. Do you know what it is? Because, like, you hear guys say, oh, I chirpster. I thought I'd just do the reverse roles. Anyway, um, I think it's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, But do you know what it is? I personally wouldn't do it. Why not? I mean, I don't know. I feel. Do you know what it is? It's the the feeling of rejection. Like, what if I went to him? Like, oh, I find you really good looking. Do you want to go on a date? Mm. And then they're like, mm, no. Yeah, I could never have a guy on a date. I could not say, do you want to go on a date? But you could shoot your shot in a different way. Like, like you don't how? need you don't need to be like obvious, like in your face. You can slide in the DMs. You know? Oh, okay. All right. So you're talking about you can still shoot over social shot that media. Way. Yeah. yeah, true. Face okay. to face. No, I would never fucking do that shit. Yeah. Even over social media, it would be difficult. But you've got to make like a joke or some shit. You know, you can't just be like, hey, you look good. Should we go on a date? I couldn't do that. No, no, no. Of course, that'd just be weird. But do you know what it is? If like you really like the look of someone... And then you try and drop them a little comment saying, oh, you're looking really nice or whatever. 
And then, I don't know, what if you get really obsessed with him and then he doesn't reply back to you and you're like, oh, fuck's sake. But loads of people could be commenting, do you know what I mean? But I'd feel, I'd feel like shit. So wait, what do you mean? So if you're, if you're like on Instagram, you see a fit guy and you comment on his picture. Yeah. And then he just doesn't reply back. He just doesn't reply back, yeah. Then he's just acting prestige. That's it. Yeah, but I mean, what if they had like loads of people commenting? Then he's, I don't know, he's probably thinking, let me just take my pick. <laughs> But that's what they probably do. Don't you think Instagram's become like... Which one's not? Yeah. Don't you think Instagram has become like a dating place? You know, people post their pictures and you like someone's pictures, they like yours and they might slide in the DMs and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, should we meet up? I don't know. Do you know what it is? I've It's been so long since I've heard those kind of stories unless it's like Tinder. I know that people actual... have met on Instagram and they're now married. No way. Yeah, because it's become a normal thing now. It's become a thing where you just go out, well, not go out, you like, you know, talk to them go or whatever, and then go meet them in person. And then, Do you know yeah. how weird it is, though? Because back in the days, that was like the norm for us. It was like MSN. Right? MSN and High Five, if anyone remembers High Five. Oh, Fucking my hell, God. I'm so old. High Five, MySpace, and all of that. Yeah. How old do you feel now, right? <laughs> Because uh, those things don't even in, like exist, exist anymore. Yeah. Um, like people used to meet up through there. I know. Um, there wasn't much dating sites. There was a few, but it was more for the the older generation. You know, like I your... don't even know what dating sites we had back then. I don't. I never focused focused. I on don't that, know. So I don't even Match dot com or something like that. I don't know. You hear I think like it's you still around. Ad- yeah, yeah. I think it is still around, but obviously it's in a lot of competition with other. Yeah, dating yeah. sites. Um, but that was like probably one of them. I remember there was one where it's like a pink heart and a blue heart. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, no. but yeah, I mean, it was such a normal thing back then when we were sixteen, which was over ten years ago, and then mm. it died out. And it was all about picking up people from the street, basically approaching people. Yeah, but men nowadays don't have the balls to do that, and I mean that in the nicest way possible. I don't know why though. I think they should still because continue girls doing that. Just I don't know. I don't think girls. A lot of girls these days, if you look at the younger generation, they don't like that because over a screen you can be who you want to be and you're more comfortable. And then when you meet them in person, then you can see how you're vibing because over a screen you might have a connection over that over your phone, but when you meet them, they could be totally different. True, but I think it's it kind of elements the surprise. If you do it over um, social media. Yeah. It kind of ruins it. Because, first of all, everyone uses filter. Okay? Yeah, I know. But you just got to expect it it. now. You got to expect that people look better in photos in real life. (laughs) Yeah, no. And I I totally agree with that. That's just the normality, right? Mm -hmm. But it's when you look like something over screen, but then when they come to you, you know, face to face, it's like, oh, you don't actually look like that. And I'm not saying everyone should be going for looks, but to be honest, if you're going to be meeting on social media, the first thing you've done is go for looks, mm-hmm. right? It's even in on like face to face, but they're kind of seeing you for who you are already. Yeah, so really so when it's like. a, yeah, so when it's the second time, you don't feel as like you have to make such a massive effort. Whereas if you're meeting for the first time, and you've met over social media, you feel like you have to make so much effort and make sure, you know, you have no spots, you have nothing, you've done your eyebrows and all of that. And it's, I find it a bit more, a lot more pressure. Yeah, because if they see and they could be like, you don't look like this. And then your confidence just gets shattered. Exactly. Have you seen that TikTok video when 
um, like the guys have their women shown on social media and how nice they look and dolled up or whatever. And then they put their phone down like, yeah. I had this and then you gave me this. And it's like them eating like ice cream with their hair tied up and tracksuits on or whatnot. You yeah. know, it's like one of those moments. Mm-hmm. And no one wants to be in that moment, you know? Yeah, but it's, I know it's difficult in this day and age, but for girls to shoot their shot, it's easier to do it online rather than face to face. Oh yeah, of course. But I think guys should really go back out there and start talking to women like They're not gonna. face to face. Do you know what do you know what it is though? It's because girls are doing this whole oh I have a boyfriend, I have a boyfriend and they only use that excuse if they don't really want to speak to them. Mm. You know? And, and they do it even online though. Do even they? Online, yeah, even online. If someone messages you and you don't like them, you say, Oh sorry, I've got a boyfriend. Oh, I'll just say I'm not interested or I'm not looking for anything at the moment. <laughs> you know? what's the point what's the point of lying no there is no point but i think it just sort of softens the blow yeah but then guys would be like interested in you yeah but then you're you're like sometimes you do get those people who will say oh but we're just going to be friends oh your man doesn't need to know oh that's you get one of those ones and it's like oh my god really like cringe yeah it really is cringe so Um, to the other part of the question, when is the right time to ask a girl to become your girlfriend? Um, I think, I don't think there's a set time for this. No. But don't take the piss with it. <laughs> like, don't wait what do you think is the What do you think is the minimum amount of time you should wait? Six months. Okay. Between six months and a year. Because within six months, you can really try to get to know that person. Let's just say you meet them once a week. You'll be meeting them up quite a lot. And then you can sort of learn about them and you can really see what they're like. Because I think if you do it too quickly, then you end up, if you then break up, then you end up having too many exes because you're going with everyone that asks you to be their girlfriend or their boyfriend. Well, girlfriend. So I think you should really take the time before you go down that route of being committed. Now you can still date and be committed, but not like that's my boyfriend. Okay. So would you sleep with them? Um, Well, if it happened, it happened. Okay. See, I'm, I don't think you have to be boyfriend and girlfriend to sleep with people. I mean, if you're looking for like a long term thing, right? Mm. I wouldn't. I think six months is a really long time. I think it's a decent time, though. I think, think about more this. Like, it could be from January to now. Think about how fast it's gone. I get that, but I just think it's. It. I think it's really, really long. I'd say. So like let's four say you meet months. them in January. You first start yeah. talking to them in January. When would you say, okay, I want this person to be my boyfriend? Well, it depends how you are, first of all, right? If you really like each other, and yeah, you're let's just say you committed. all like each other and everything. I'd good. say like four months. Okay, you become boyfriend girlfriend at four months. Then three months down the line, it's like no, it's not working. Then it that's that's the way it's supposed to be, because I think. When you get into the relationship mode, mm. right, I think it's a little bit different than saying that you're just, you know, you're committed to each other, you're not going to see anyone else, but you're just don't, not giving it a label. You might as well just be boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, but I I just... mean, if you're having like an open relationship mm. um, where you're still seeing other people, then yeah, I totally get that. You're just kind of seeing what's out there and there's nothing wrong with that. But I mean, if you're already committed to one another you're already sleeping with each other then you might as well I'm not saying put a ring on it but put a label on it <laughs> yeah I guess on paper yeah you would say that's girlfriend boyfriend sort of situation 
Mm-hmm. But for me personally, if I was to come out of this relationship that I'm in right now, it's been a long relationship. I mean, I was to meet someone, I'm not going to feel comfortable enough to, if he was to say to me after four months, do you want to be my girlfriend? Even though I may have feelings towards him, I'm not going to jump and be like, yeah, I, w- I yeah, want to yeah. be your girlfriend just because of my situation. Yeah. Maybe if I've been single for a long time, then okay, maybe it's different. But for me personally, I would be like, no give me some time like I really like you but I still want to get to know you yeah I mean see I was like that when I was younger you know I I think because you was like this even with your man now what like not wanting to put a label on it yeah yeah I mean (laughs) more than that there you go (laughs) okay but mine was for a very valid reason exactly because of your experience because of my experience the fact that I had I was going through divorce um, and then I got the divorce and then it was just like, I don't know, I was going for a very weird time. Um, and only yeah. when I felt ready is when I told him, listen, okay, I think I'm ready now. And then I said, okay, maybe we should put a label on it. And then we have that official anniversary date sort of thing. That's what it is, isn't it? A boyfriend, girlfriend, you just have the anniversary date. Um, and then, yeah. So, I mean, I waited, I, I waited and he waited, was which was nice of him. Um, but like with my other exes, with the first two, um, which was my first, very first boyfriend, and then my ex-husband, I I jumped straight into the the second relationship only because my first relationship was very bad towards the end. Mm. So I was kind of quick to kind of just move on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, which was I don't know. Maybe I should have waited. I should have waited. But, but I guess you you based your actions on your emotions at that time. Yeah, that's what so it is. It, a lot of our actions are based on our emotions. And sometimes they're not the right choice because our emotions fool us. Exactly. And then they play tricks on us. Um, but yeah, so I'm exactly the same as you. That's why I'm saying six months to a year for me personally. Because if I was to get out of this relationship, I want to, you know. If take you a have break. no, if you have nothing like behind you, like you haven't just got out of a relationship, you've been single for a while and you're ready to move on kind of thing, mm. I think four or five months is good. Yeah, as long as you've had like, I don't know, like 10, 11 dates, I'd say. Yeah, I, w- I would need more. Really? Because I think, Tams, I can be anyone in 10 dates, honestly. True. Honestly, I can, I not just me, but all of us, we can act and we can put on this persona. We can act like we can be the best girlfriend. But that's a risk that you just have to take. Yeah, I know. I totally understand that. But people can't hold that up forever. mm and you, you always you always catch them eventually and it doesn't take too like too long to find that out. I think that's just me being paranoid and me being careful. Maybe. Because you know? my ex husband wasn't like that. He was so good for the first you know, few years. Yeah. And then when it came to, you know, a big situation, life changing situation, mm-hmm. um, that's when things hit hit the fan. So that's what I'm saying, you can never ever like you will never know when yeah. that time is about to come. You never know who that person actually is until you are in a fully committed relationship with them and you see them, you know, all the time. Or if you live with them, you know, that's when you really see them for who they yeah, are. Yeah, I think when you live with someone, that's when you really know what they're like. You see everything. Yeah, definitely. You get definitely. sick of them too. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess we don't have a, like, a set time. I wouldn't say we have a set time. Well, maybe, let's just say within a year. Within that yeah. year, you should look towards asking them to be your partner or whatever. But yeah, right. Yeah. Next question. 
Does money give you happiness or is it a state of mind that makes you happy? I think money makes you happy. But it's also your state of mind that makes you happy. See, it's a, it's a combination of both. Yeah, but look at it deeply. Like, look oh at God. the question like, in a deep way. <laughs> no, like, real shit. Like, if you analyse the question, I think money does obviously make you happy. But for how long? For as long as I have it. <laughs> really? Do you think that? Do you yeah. think if tomorrow you shat 50 million dollars pounds, that you would be happy forever? As long as it pays my bills and it gives me a nice house and a future for myself and my son, I'll be happy. But I wouldn't stop I wouldn't stop working. Like if I had a job and stuff and I was working full time, I would still keep working. Because I don't want to live that life where I just live off that money and not have mm. a, like a life, basically. But money makes you happy. So regardless, yeah. are you telling me if you didn't have even just ten million, would you not be happy? For sure, I would be happy. I mean, but obviously, I you think... see these people who who have committed suicide, and they say, "Oh, money doesn't make you happy," blah 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 blah. But it kind of does a little bit. I'd be more happy with money than without money. Money makes you comfortable, so you don't have to worry about the bills and all that kind of stuff. But I think the state of mind is more important. I think the state of mind is what makes you happy. And the reason I say that is because, for example, you have all this money, you pay your bills, you buy a house, you buy your nicest car that you've always wanted, and you buy all these things. But have you realised, Tams, I don't know with you, but I think a lot of people feel this. You buy something that you really, really wanted. As soon as you get it, you're like, oh, it's not even that big of a deal anymore. Always happens. Yes. And that's why I'm saying, yes, money will make you happy. It will, you know, it will let you live the life that you want to live. But the state of mind is what carries you. But I mean, you can always buy something which is needed rather than wanting. So yeah. like, I don't know, you need a house. I would never look at the house and be like, oh, it's not really that great. I would never think that. But if it's like materialistic things, then yeah, I would. I mean, even now I look at my car, I'm like, oh, you know. That's what I'm saying. You look I at your like car, like, I want another But that's one. materialistic. <laughs> it's yeah. all materialistic things. But that's what um, money can buy, though. That's all it can buy. Yeah, of course, of course. But it can also go can't towards buy your the new future. brain. No, <laughs> no. Can't I buy mean, a yes, new soul. Is, you still. That's can't what I'm saying. Can't buy like, you a new heart. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it can't buy you. I, it can't I buy get you it. With this I get shit. it. Okay, it can't buy you. It can't buy you much things. Yes, I get that. But that's what I'm saying. If you keep working. So you have that state of mind. You have your social life. You're still making money, like you, as if you didn't have that money in the first place. Yeah. That I think would put you in a state of mind. I mean, you see more homeless people dying than rich people dying. True. Because okay. they don't struggle like the home homeless people do. Exactly right. The rich people die because they're not in the right state of mind, or they have too much fame and too many stories coming out about them, or whatever, anything. But you don't see that a lot. Mm. you know like suicide and all of that yes it happens but you don't see that a lot of rich people because they're so happy which is evidence that money makes you but happy i think yes money does make it but i think more money more problems like what if you have money and you buy these big say you buy a house and it's a nice house because let's let's face it if you have money you're gonna buy a nice house and god forbid something happens and you lose everything you're fucked so when you have the money and you have all these nice things you're gonna have to ensure that you always have money Always. Of course, 
That's what and I'm I saying. Think keep then working. people around you change when you have money. Mm-hmm. Fake people. You get fake people now, you know, and we're not even rich. So I'm, I'm just like, I don't know. That's, the, that's my explanation of more money, more problems, is that you are always going to have to maintain what you have unless you want to go back to simple living, which a lot of people are not going to want to do that. And two, you're going to have all these fake people around you. Who, who are you going to trust because you have all this money? I get that. But I think some people, right, I hope there are some people out there who would, if they were to be given so much money, they will spend it wisely. You don't need to get a house so massive. But do you right? think you would though? No. It, do you think if you became a millionaire, like multi-millionaire, that you would be a humble person? Like, do you I truly like to believe think, that? I like to think I would. I'll yeah. do my bit because I'll think, okay, you know, I didn't like my family. I would help them. Yeah. You know, you can, I would yeah. put something towards my son. I would mm-hmm. definitely put something towards me, but that's it, you know? And if like my friends ever needed money, I would give it to them. Yeah. But I would never ever splash out on a massive house because who's going to have to clean it? Me, <laughs> you know? You, you I would, have all that money, you have cleaners. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't get a cleaner. I want to clean it myself, you know? <laughs> I'm, kind of, I'm one of those people. I'd want to clean it myself because then I know it's clean. Yeah. You know, these cleaners, you never know. Like some people might not do the job properly to your standards. But anyway, so yeah. I'll clean it myself. And... The only thing that I'll probably splash out a little bit on is car, okay? I'll probably get like two cars and that's it. One four by four and one nice sporty car. But that's it. Because then I know I can sell it. But like with a house, I would obviously get a house I'll pay fully like outright. Mm -hmm. But it wouldn't be like a million pounds house, depending on where I live, obviously. Really? I think if you're living in our ends, it's going to cost you easy a million pound. I mean, yeah, if you get like a four or five bedroom house. Yeah. With a nice garden. But I wouldn't get it that much. So what are only four or five bedrooms for? It's only me and my son. And then potentially my partner if, you know, we got married yeah, we or whatnot. Yeah, we have so many cool rooms in there. <laughs> that's different. You could have a cinema. You could have but so that's many not, But that wouldn't there. be a bedroom, you know? Like maybe yeah, I'll true. have like a game room. But that's it. But I mean, you know, this is all hopeful thinking. You know, maybe one day... <laughs> If God's yeah. out there, please let it happen. <laughs> Can I would you like hear some me? money, please. I know, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll do my bit. I'd give the charity and all of that. Yeah. Because I would have to remember how I really started. Mm-hmm. You know? And things that. can fuck up along the way. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I think, yes, money gives you happiness, but it's also a state of mind that makes you happy rather rather than the money. Um, Mm -hmm. But I also like to think if I was to be a millionaire that I would be humble, but you just never know. Because when you, I don't know, like to myself, I like to think, yeah, I would, you know, obviously do things for my family and people close to me. But does that make you humble? Because you're doing all those things. Of course. I, I don't think it does though. I don't, Are I you think... telling me you helping out your family with money and helping your friends out money when if they ask you for a loan? You don't think that's humble? No, I don't think that's humble. I think that's just being nice and you know being kind. I don't think that's humble. I think being humble is like when you're like you're not showing it off and you're acting like a normal person still. And how would you show that off though? How would you show off by helping your friends? 
No, I'm saying that's not humble. I think that's just being nice and caring and whatever. But what I'm saying is humble is, and like when you're walking down the street, you're not acting like a different person. Or if a homeless person asks you for something, you're not acting differently because now you've got millions. Mm-hmm. You're humble in the way you act rather than what you do. That's the way I see it. Um, but I, I don't know. I like to think that I would be, but I don't know if I would be. <laughs> no, I think it's a combination yeah. of both. I mean, I don't know. I think if you are, before you do get rich, let's say, yeah, before mm. you do get the money, if you are genuinely a nice person beforehand and you're yeah. still helping people, as long as you carry that on after mm-hmm. you get rich, I think you'll be okay. As long as you keep doing whatever you're doing and you don't act any different. And like you said, if you're humble and you're still doing everything before, I think you'll be all right. But I think we're looking too deep into this now. <laughs> it's, it's important to say that because obviously everyone thinks differently about this kind of stuff. And there's people out there that say money doesn't bring you happiness, but they're lying. 100%. They're lying because if if, you're, if your parents or your mum is struggling to pay the rent, I bet you wish you had that money. All I want to say is if they had a million pounds transferred into their account, you're telling me that they would give that up? No fucking way. <laughs> no yeah. fucking way. You'd be buying whatever first, you know? That's exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Anyways, so we asked you guys on Instagram to send in your stories on be careful what you wish for. And we have received some interesting. Um, Tams, do you have one? Um, I mean, I don't know if it would be be careful what you wish for. I mean, I don't know. For example, with my ex-husband, um, we used to work together mm-hmm. at my dad's uh, business. And I did not like him. When he first started working with us, I hated him. I thought he was so full of it. And he used to come on his fancy little motorbike. And I was like, oh, he's such a little shithead and whatever. Um, we used to cuss each other. Like, yeah. cuss each other. And then... You must well, have wished know. for you... a man and that's what you got. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Do you know what it is? Because I was in a I was in a relationship at the time and I was obviously very upset and whatnot and stuff happened and he was actually there to console me and which was really mm. weird. Um we somehow managed or oh, we had to have each other numbers, obviously. And I don't know. It was weird. It just happened. It just happened. Like I think I was off for a, for a few days, and he checked. He texted me to just check up on me and see if I was okay, and whatnot. And then, well, you know how the story ended. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. So I don't know. Would you say? Would I say that's to be careful what you wish for? Maybe like, like Could don't be. hate on people because you never know what who the fuck they'll be to you. Basically. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. What about you? I have thought about this, but I don't really have one like, be careful what you wish for, blah, blah, blah. However, I I usually think about things and it happens. You know, and it'll be silly things. Like, for example, I was in the car park at Sainsbury's, parked up, and there was learner drivers driving around. And I was thinking, I bet you one of these fuckers is going to crash into me. Fuckers, I- yeah, that's so rude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I bet one of these people is going to crash into me. And... um. About 20 minutes afterwards, I see this guy parking up right next to me, and then I hear bang, crashed into me. So yeah, so these type of things happen to me. So I think about it, I'm thinking, oh, I bet you I'm going to fall over right now, and then it happens, and I fall over. Yeah. So I guess it could be, be careful what you wish for. I wasn't obviously wishing for that, but maybe in my head, if you're thinking it, it's going to happen. It just happens, (laughs) yeah. So yeah, those are the type of things that have happened to me, but not like... I've wished for something and it's truly happened. 
And then you regret it. Yeah, and then I regret it. So no, nothing like that. I've wished for things and it's happened and I haven't regretted it. Um, but those are more like family related stuff. You know, mm-hmm. nothing like, oh, I want God to give me a hundred pound. Not even a hundred pound. I want God to give me a million pound because it hasn't happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Making sounds so broke. I want a hundred. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, so do you want to read some of the ones that we've received? Yeah, so one of the ones we got was... I wish for a man to take care of me and my boy. And did I get it? Yes. Now he constantly complains about it. I should have put more energy into being financially independent. I'm 26 and looking for a career boost. So hopefully my situation will change in my favour. That's a good one. That is a good one. I mean, not good for her, but that's a good one. Yeah, that's quite sad. But like... So you wish for a man to come and take care of you. And now he's complaining that he's taking care of you. Yeah. And now she's looking for a... Well, at least you you are thinking positive about it and you're like, right, now I need to get myself... Basically, get my ball rolling. Yeah. You know, which is really good. But this is the thing. This is why you should never be financially dependent on someone else. Yeah. Because they could take advantage of you in terms of, no, you, you can't buy that. No, you're not going to spend that money. Or, no, I'm not going to give you the money for this. You know, like all these type of stuff or, oh, I, I buy everything for you and you're not grateful. So try and be financially stable for yourself. And then together you can work at things. Yeah, exactly. Right. Best way. Okay, so this is going to sound so corny. I was so depressed that I couldn't find a good guy who treated me right. I was crying my eyes out and scrolling on Facebook, hoping and praying out loud that I needed to find my mate because I couldn't handle the pain of being alone. And I don't remember how fast it happened. But as soon as I got a friend request from an old school friend, and that was the beginning of my husband and our beautiful journey. I'm currently pregnant with our second baby and our marriage grows stronger each day. Aww. Oh, that's These cute. are some happy, happy endings for some people. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope it stays like that too. No, you know, bad eye and all that. So she was just scrolling for facebook <laughs> praying to god like find me a man <laughs> and bang <laughs> <me> someone quick <laughs> oh i wish god listened to me like that shit i know right i don't know it's when you least expect it i think yeah i think these things happen when you least expect it and that's the best way when it's a surprise yeah like you know when you when you don't plan nights out and you're just like fuck it should we go on a night out yeah they that's the best to be ones. the best ones yeah so yeah Okay, there's quite a few, so I'm just going to just read one more because we're okay. um, talking a bit too much now. <laughs> um, okay, so this one. Uh, when I was with my fiancé, we tried everything to having kids. We were so in love, we wanted to start a family ASAP. After two years trying with no protection, it became obvious something wasn't right. Our relationship became strained and he blamed me for being infertile. A year later, we broke up for good. I started living my best single life and decided to try my first one-night stand. We were tipsy and didn't carry protection. The hookup was actually really fast and I didn't think I needed plan B because I was convinced I was infertile. My hookup got me pregnant that one time and even though things happened the way they did, I was so grateful to God he had chosen me to be a mummy as I had wished to be so long ago. Hookup guy and I have been married 10 years and together 12. Wow. Wow. Wow, that's just... Imagine that, you're trying with someone for... Maybe he was fucking infertile, mate. That's exactly what it was, yeah. But imagine that. A guy that you have a one-night stand with ends up being your husband. Oh, my... I'm sure there's many cases like that, but obviously we don't hear of it. 
Yeah. But the fact that you had a one night stand and you got pregnant, imagine how you would feel. Honestly, I I don't know if I should say this on here, but if I was in that position, I don't know if I would keep it. Oh yeah, 100%. because like you don't, don't know the guy, you don't know like nothing is silly. You know, it's, your your kid is a mistake, and you don't know what they got to. Yeah, like you don't know their family history. <laughs> Not like that. I mean, like no, but you don't disease wise. Yeah, that's what I'm no, saying. No, it's true. Maybe his family got diseases. No- Not in a rude yeah, way. You, yeah, of course. But you don't know nothing about them, and yeah, so. wherever they'll be there. It's Fucking so weird. Hell, I just, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't have the guts to keep it. Well, congratulations to you guys. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh that's my days! Crazy. I wonder how your ex feels. <laughs> Your ex fiance. <laughs> I know, right? If he knows. Yeah, that that's a good one. That's something. It's a surprise and it's a good surprise. Is know? that something you would tell your kids though? No, I wouldn't. Like, oh yeah, you know, you was conceived on a one night stand. <laughs> You're a mistake. <laughs> like, do you tell your kids that? Like, maybe if they piss you off. <laughs> no. I'm- <laughs> You're a mistake. I don't want you. No, that's horrible. Oh, no, that no, you don't ever so do that. Mean. No, you don't do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys for sending those in. Um, we do have a lot more, but maybe we might read them in the next episode. But we've been talking for quite a while now. So, yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. We will share with you guys in the next episode anyway. So, yes. Well, should we wrap it up now? Yes. So keep sending in your emails to reallifescenarios.pc at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at real underscore life scenarios. And follow us on all our other platforms, Spotify, Apple, and Google Play. There's Google so Play. Whatever is your favorite so listening many. platform. Yeah, just follow, subscribe, whatever it's called. Click that button. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe. I'm sure that's on YouTube, right? <laughs> subscribe. Yeah, you can. If you, I think it's on Google Play, you click subscribe. Oh, okay. And cool. on, um, what's his face? Um, Apple. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't even know that. subscribe, but on um, Spotify, it's follow. I see. <laughs> I'm clearly not uh, wise oh, on that area, but all I know is that we have platforms where you can listen to us on anyway, so. Yes, and, you know, send in some feedback and all that kind of jazz, you know, we like it, so, yes, we will appreciate your time. And we'll catch you in the next one. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.